Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Senators Girl Pharma executives on drug prices, HHS issues new rules for family planning funds, and going to the doctor costs Americans billions in lost time. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Jamie Rosenberg. CEOs from seven leading pharmaceutical companies appeared before the Senate Finance Committee for a hearing on the cost of prescription drug prices. Finance Chairman Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican from Iowa, had vowed in January to bring in executives and get to the bottom of price increases, especially those for insulin. Said Grassley, there is no question that researchers and doctors have developed treatments and cures for disease where there is no such cures or treatments. Such innovations take time and money, but we're all trying to understand the sticker shock that many drugs generate. The executives, who included Ken Fraser of Merck and Olivier Brandecourt of Sanofi, pointed at the rebate system as a culprit and called for promoting biosimilars and allowing patients to share in the savings from rebates. But Democratic Senator Ryan Wyden of Oregon wanted the companies to take actions themselves. He said, I've heard a lot of happy talk this morning, but what people are taking away from this hearing no firm commitments have been made to lower list prices. Robert Gonzalez of Avvi, the maker of Humira, the world's top-selling drug, was asked if the company still makes a profit when it sells the drug at a lower price in Germany and France, where Humira costs much less than it does in the United States. Gonzalez replied, if a market the size of the U.S. were to collapse, Avvi wouldn't be able to invest the amount it does in research and development. HHS last week finalized a rule change for Title X, the decades-old family planning program for the poor, and will no longer allow programs that offer abortion to receive any federal funds for other services. The change, combined with an earlier directive that opened funding to faith-based groups, is expected to redirect most of the $286 million program and remove all funding from Planned Parenthood, which will lose $60 million. A statement from HHS read, the final rule ensures compliance with statutory program integrity provisions governing the program, and in particular, the statutory prohibition on funding programs where abortion is a method of family planning. The final rule amends the Title X regulation, which had not been substantially updated in nearly two decades, and makes notable improvements designed to increase the number of patients served and improve the quality of their care. Critics of the change have called it a gag rule because Title X recipients would not be allowed to make referrals for abortion services, even if patients request them. The president of the American Medical Association said the change would make it impossible for doctors to discuss all available options with patients and would thus violate the Code of Medical Ethics. Said Dr. Barbara McEnany, Title X is popular, successful, and has had bipartisan support for decades. Our country is at a 30-year low for unintended pregnancy and an historic low for pregnancy among teenagers, largely because of expanded access to birth control. We should not be walking back from that progress. Cervical cancer rates are falling thanks to a vaccine to protect women from HPV, according to a new study reported this week. The journal Cancer Epidemiology, Biomarkers, and Prevention, a publication of the American Association of Cancer Research, published data that showed prevalence of the most dangerous strains of human papillomavirus the same ones that cause most cancers, had fallen in archived tissue samples that were collected between 2008 and 2014 among women aged 18 to 39 years. The researchers from the CDC found that the vaccine appears to be producing herd protection among women who had not received it. 
Public health campaigns have emphasized the need to get all children vaccinated between 11 and 12 years old. The researchers wrote, this is clear evidence that the HPV vaccine is working to prevent cervical disease in young women in the United States. Traveling to the doctor and sitting in the waiting room has a high price tag, nearly $90 billion a year. The analysis from Alterum is based on data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics American Time Use Survey and included data from 2006 to 2017. On average, Americans spent 34 minutes traveling to healthcare services and 11 minutes waiting. The report states, Time traveling and waiting for care likely adds little, if any, additional value to one's health or well-being, and in fact is likely a significant burden in receiving adequate care. Therefore, the opportunity cost of waiting and traveling for care is important to quantify. Finally, AJMC reported this weekend on proceedings from the American Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology, which held its annual meeting in San Francisco, California. Among the highlights, Researchers released results on sesame allergy in an effort to convince FDA to include it in food labeling requirements. Most patients in peanut immunotherapy trials were still eating peanut daily during a follow-up study, and results from an egg oral immunotherapy trial may produce biomarkers to show which children will respond to this treatment. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Jamie Rosenberg. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.